Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim GK, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, I have the pleasure of having Jason Kasten. He is an author of the iChurch Method. If you'd like to join in the conversation, please call in at 347-324-3460, or you can go ahead and post your question in the chat room, or go ahead and email us at info at The Core Business Show. We will be taking callers in the last 10 minutes of the show, uh, which is 20 minutes from now. Uh, Jason, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Great. I guess to begin with, our our listeners love personal stories on how authors came to be who they are. So, if you don't mind sharing us with, uh, sh- uh, tell us some things about yourself. You know, how did you get started, and and uh, where are you from? Well, first and foremost, I'm from uh, Chicago, Illinois. So I always like to start off with that because I uh, love my city. <laughs> And um, I uh, left Chicago, came to uh, moved to L.A., and now I'm uh, currently residing in Dallas. And uh, the way I pretty much came to become the person that I am is uh, once I left Chicago, went to L.A., started working with a large ministry out there and uh, helping them develop their web presence and websites and all that good stuff. And then I came out to Dallas and started working with uh, T.D. Jakes Ministries and um, authored the book, The iChurch Method, based on taking a about a week of what I do, a typical week, and just um, giving a good big brain dump into a book and uh, helping uh, ministries and small businesses be able to uh, utilize technology the way we do at the uh, ministry. Wow. Well, that is really amazing. Tell us about, you know, when you took the time to brain dump all this information to a book, I mean, um, how long did it take you to write this book? And kind of tell us what the... Uh, the out not the really the outline, but tell us the story of the book itself and what it's all about. Oh, absolutely! It took me about I'd say maybe eighteen months to put this book together, and the reason it took a long time is uh, originally I had the information and I had the strategy from back when I was out in L.A. working with the ministry out there, and the reason I was able to develop that strategy was when I got hired on at the ministry. I was basically given the entire website, entire web presence of the ministry, and and there was not anybody I really reported to. I didn't have anybody working with me. I was kind of like a one-man department that had to revamp this ministry's entire web presence. So I basically took the strategy of uh, looked at all the areas that they needed help and started developing solutions for that, but I was documenting everything I was doing along the way, kind of like taking notes, not knowing that I was putting together the foundation for this book. And so mm-hmm. as I continued to develop that strategy, uh, when I got out to um, 
uh, the TDJX Ministries out in Dallas, um, I just saw that this ministry, um, as, as great as I thought it was from the outside looking in, and it's been a great ministry, I saw that areas that I could get in and help with the technology. And so that's how I started putting the strategy together uh, more and more. And so once I got to about, i say I was out here for about a year, um, I started seeing the book actually come together. And uh, the only problem was um, I wrote in a very technical manner. So I had to help get a good editor to help basically bring it down to more layman's terms and help uh, people understand it um, easier and not write a, a strictly technical book. So I wrote a part technical book for tech geeks uh, like myself, and I also wrote, wrote it from a strategic perspective for leadership and entrepreneurs and um, uh, higher execs so that they can understand exactly why you should utilize the technology, and then you can turn around and hand it off to your tech person to actually implement the solutions. How do you strategize a uh, media campaign for a church? Uh, the uh, T.D. Jakes ministry is real successful in kind of having this, uh, this strategy in place and managing the uh, the website together, the social media, uh, and I'm sure they have a lot of challenges on both ends because you're dealing with not only the church, you're dealing also with his ministry. Kind of tell us how you actually... Uh, as a regular smaller ministry, a smaller church who's getting started, or one uh, that's kind of a small to mid-sized church, how can they use some of these techniques to improve their, uh, their market strategy? Well, first, uh, I believe that any ministry, whether a small or large or a business as well, you just have to understand that the technology that is being utilized is not overly expensive. So there, that once that's understood and you get over the from the outside looking in of how expensive it looks, you realize that you can utilize the same techniques that we're using here. Um, basically, we look at from the ministry perspective, we're looking at how to. Um, I was using our social media strategy, for example. We're looking to um, inspire, inform, and communicate. So those are the those are the main core things we're trying to do with our social media strategy. So with that, we're making sure that people are able to stay communicate, stay connected and uh, communicate with the ministry. We want to make sure we inspire them day in and day out. And then also there, uh, there's a, a lot of information flowing from the ministry to the people where they're at, um, whatever social media uh, network that they're on. So we're looking at the overall strategy of the ministry um, and using the core concepts that I put out in the book, which is uh, websites, e-commerce, um, social media, multimedia, mobile, we're just looking at how can we uh, reach people with uh, with that technology, um, not using, we don't have to use overly expensive solutions, but make it easy for the people to connect with us. And that's pretty much the, the focus that we have, what's innovative, what's easy to use, and what's best, most cost-efficient for the ministry. Wow. So in marrying these two plans together, because you have one ministry and also you have the church, uh, entity, how do you marriage these these items together to make them flow, or and to communicate properly? Well, well, we make sure that mainly with the church, we focus on uh, utilizing and reaching the local um, audience. So, with with our focus for that technology or whatever solution we're using, we're trying to reach within maybe fifty to a hundred miles of the actual location of the church. So that's the main focus of the actual the Potter's House. Now with um, TDJX Ministries, that's an international ministry, so we look to reach even further and utilize technology more so that we can reach um, the uh, European and the um, African audience and just other continents. We're looking to reach all around the world with uh, whatever the message is that uh, Bishop is trying to
trying to get out. So that that kind of helps expand what we're doing. So with that being stated, um, when you're looking at the, we'll take the uh, say weekly uh, weekend service from the ministry, which is actually coming from the Potter's House. But we'll look at solutions that can stream it all around the world, whether it be on your mobile device, laptop, internet, TV. We look for those type of solutions and we put those under the ministry umbrella because of the international reach. Uh, do you have to do anything with different languages, uh, French, Spanish, and uh, German, or everything is always going to be in English that you guys produce? Right now, we uh, we have an English focus, but we, we are looking at translating our broadcast into more languages. I believe we do have a Spanish uh, translation for it already, but of course, the larger our international audience grows, the more we have a need to translate. So that's a solution that we're looking into at the moment. When you're dealing with a question, for example, every ministry or every board wants to say, how can we measure the return? Is it a place or a way that you can measure uh, a return for this type of uh, platform, or you just have to think of you making deposits in the future that your ministry will grow from it? Um, actually, you can look at a, a ROI when you're actually using utilizing technology. For example, with um, with online streaming or any type of media that we put out, you actually can have online donations. So if you want to financially quantify uh, the efforts of your, your technology and your ministry, then you can utilize that. You can utilize uh, the response you get from people, um, whether it be a customer service type response or just people um, letting the ministry know how, how much it has helped them via technology. For example, with social media, we do we monitor our social media channels and we get a lot of responses via our social media channels. So that lets us know um, how well we're doing or how you know how we can do things better utilizing the channels that we use. So you do have a return ROI if you look at it from a strictly financial perspective, but of course being a ministry, we want to look at it from how we impact in people's lives, how are we helping them uh, you know, become better people, how are we helping uh, take the gospel even further around the globe. So we do have ways to measure that. And of course uh, with the approach that we take, we are very heavy on analytics and paying attention to um, you know, a lot of A-B testing and just looking at where our efforts are doing well, measuring that, retooling and refining it, and then uh, trying it again. Wow. Is these techniques, are they really, really difficult to kind of pick up? I mean, uh, or within your book, some things are really easy, some things takes a little bit more time in order to, to set up. Like streaming well, I think would take some time. The, Right, right. With streaming, the, the the misconception is that everything appears that it takes uh, a lot of time and a lot of effort. And I don't want to uh, basically make it look like it's not difficult at times because it is when uh, problems do arise. But what I try and do with uh, with my book, as far as looking at all the things that you that we do with technology and the things that you can do, is basically present it in the easiest way possible. So let's look at streaming, for example. Um, with uh, a ministry as large as Jason, other ministries that I've worked with, they do have uh, custom uh, streaming solutions that they, they pay quite a bit of money for. Now, for someone who's just starting out or um, a smaller church or a small business or something like that, they can utilize free services like Livestream.com or Ustream.tv and have the same or have live streaming services for free or a fraction of the cost. So as long as you the, – the, the barrier that I see when I come across um, talking with churches or talking with uh, businesses is not so much as they don't have the resources uh, that they, they, they can use to 
have the knowledge of where these cost-efficient solutions are. So that's what I'm trying to educate them uh, through via the book and also at the class I teach at, at the Potter's House about the book. Wow. What is the disadvantages of you using, for example, let's go streaming, using uh, Ustream and Livestream versus uh, another paid service that you have to pay? Oh, of course. Well, any time you use something for free, then you in turn become the product, and you're you're susceptible to most often as ads. So if you're using Ustream or Livestream and you're using the free version, then they will overlay ads uh, before they play your stream. They might play commercials or stuff like that. You can't control these ads. So if you're having a church service and they play, they put an ad that's you know questionable before your service, then your viewers, um, you know, they see that. You don't know what ad they're going to put up. They just tell you they're going to put up ads. So your viewers see that, and you don't know what type of response that could uh, uh, get from them. So that's that's the type of risk you take using a free service as opposed to a paid version. But of course, um, the usage of free services is just supposed to be your springboard to where you get the financial means to use a paid service. So you just start off there, but you don't stay there. Okay. In your in your book itself, can I, uh, let's take a break real quick. I'm going to go and segue within your book. We'll be back in one moment to talk about the iChurch method. You listen to the Core Business Show. You're listening to the Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours, and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's. Just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquet. We're talking to uh, Jason Caston. We're talking about the I Church method. So, uh, Jason, and uh, the purpose of your book, we, we talked about that as well. And you are, you're really approaching five methods: website, multimedia, e-commerce, uh, social media, and mobile. And we we just spent a, a few moments on uh, the streaming. But to kind of tell us about the, before we actually dive more into the book, tell us about these five methods: website, multimedia. Uh, e-commerce, social media, and mobile. Oh yeah, definitely. And first, um, let me say that the the name the iChurch method came because I was utilizing it within the um, the working with the churches and the ministries that I was working with at the time. But the the method is actually uh, it doesn't have to be for churches or or just limited to that because it's technology. And the technology doesn't matter what industry you apply it to, you can be utilized. Um, it can be utilized effectively. But with the with the five steps that I took, I, I looked at first websites, and I'm looking at websites that are uh, easy to use, um, that are engaging, and that people can uh, get to wherever they want to get in two to three clicks. That's some of the first core things that I teach about websites. When we get up and talk about multimedia, we're talking about podcasting and interactive video and online video and streaming. 
and we get to e-commerce. We're talking about um, online stores, online donations, um, secure uh, online transactions and making people feel comfortable shopping from your online destination. And also with social media, talking about engaging, connecting, uh, information, inspiring, and ways to utilize great social media strategies. To because uh, uh, millions of millions of people are utilizing social media, so that's why your ministry or business should be there, and are, and not just be there broadcasting, but make sure it's a two-way communication because it is social media. And then finally, we talk about mobile, and we know that mobile is the future of technology, and therefore also you know a big part of the future of businesses and ministry. So I talk about how to uh, utilize, uh, create mobile websites, uh, mobile apps, and to make sure that everything you think about when you're thinking about your online strategy, you include mobile. Traditionally, we just think about uh, how do I make a website for a computer, a laptop, desktop, and we think that mobile is the next step. But you, right now, mobile usage is increasing rapidly, so therefore you have to make sure that you include that as, as part of your core strategy and not just the extra add-on. Now, those wow. are the five steps that we talk about. Okay, so if we dive into the, I'm uh, looking at the uh, more detail, you go into the contents of your book, uh, you kind of highlight certain things, you know, talk strategy, and strategy is going to be the most important thing. Not only to utilize the book, you, you need to have a goal in mind on how you want to strategize this particular medium versus just putting it into place. Talk, let's talk strategy. How should a person uh, strategize or a ministry or a church strategize uh, in having this product? Well, first and foremost, when they're coming up with their strategy, uh, we we usually look at the goal. Well, we start off with where we're at, and then we look at the goal, and then we start working backwards from the goal. So um, when the church is coming up with a strategy as far as how they want to reach out um, and utilizing these five steps, we just tell them, where are you trying to get to? What is your ideal goal? And then we start working backwards from there. And and therefore, as we start working backwards, we're looking at um, restrictions that they may say they have, such as uh, uh, staff or um, financial restrictions, and just looking at how we can utilize and, and get them the best strategy until they get to a point where they can increase their resources and start utilizing more um, solutions. So, for example, with, we'll say, with the web strategy, we look at uh, what is your content, you know, that you're going to be pushing out to the website. What is the goal of the website? Do you realize how important the website is uh, for your ministry or your business? Normally, it will be the uh, introduction to your your business or ministry for 70 to 75 percent of new people that come. They'll look at see your website before they come and patronize your business or step foot inside wow. your sanctuary. So we just look at stuff like that and try and help them understand. Um, the impact of the decisions that they're making and not look at this as, you know, oh, here's another to-do list uh, for a business or ministry. But, no, this is actual uh, tools that we're giving that will impact how you uh, reach the masses and make make a change. Hmm. Now, when, once you get there, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges really with, with uh, churches is can I use my current staff and train someone to do this. You know, we have a lot of part-time people. Can I also okay if I pull my part-time person, give them an additional five hours a week or six hours a week? Uh, can I train someone to do this and use your book as a guideline? Hmm, that's a good question. And what we tell them is, uh, we this book will help you, but we also want you to understand that 
you want to put uh, a novice person that you just barely trained into the pulpit to uh, preach, you know, the message and, and have some type of impact. You want to make sure you have somebody that has this expertise, and this book will also help guide them and bring them to the goal line. So, for instance, um, if you have some type of technical expertise, then this book will enhance that. But if you're just if you don't have any technical expertise, then just look at the strategy part and then find somebody who does have the technical expertise, and you can have a conversation with them and let them know here's what you need based on what you read in the book, and they won't take advantage of you uh, because you'll be able to participate in the conversation. But we don't want you to, to use this book and give it to somebody who doesn't have any technical expertise and expect this book to just uh, you know magically change everything because it still has a technical side to it, and we're still talking about technical solutions. So we do want um, them people to utilize people that have that expertise. Should the person be, uh, for example, some churches have multimedia, they have volunteer groups and they have page groups, uh, should this be a pay position uh, in the, your organization um, because it is a little bit more detailed? Um, ideally, I would say yes, it should be a pay, a pay position, but it's not I wouldn't say it exclusively has to be a paid position because I was a volunteer at a small church when I first uh, got started, and um, I had the technical expertise to achieve the solutions that are in here. So if my church would have uh, only limited to paid people, they might have overpaid a company to do the uh, solutions that I was able to attain as a volunteer because I love the church. Now, with that in mind, you don't want to... Uh, continually um, depend on volunteers uh, if their expertise and their technical expertise is not there. I had already demonstrated with my corporate job that technical expertise was what I love to do, and so that's mm -hmm. what that that my situation was unique in that manner. But I do want people to understand that you, if you have somebody a volunteer that you trust and has the expertise to achieve this, then definitely utilize that resource. But if if you just have somebody that's an that's a volunteer and is adamant about the church but does not have the technical skills to achieve this, then you might want to put them elsewhere and look for a paid position of somebody that can uh, do, uh, utilize this stuff for you because you get what you pay for. Wow. Uh, we talk about that expertise. Uh, we have different levels, uh, people in the IT industry. You have web designers. You have network engineers. You have uh, graphic artists. I know you first you want to try to gra uh, gravitate to the graphic artist that more visionary, but is it a particular field in IT that this is really suited for? Uh, personally, I probably would say more along the lines of the web developer, web producer. And I'm not sure if uh, you're familiar with the web producer role, but that that role that I've seen more recently is the person that's kind of more versatile as uh, as far as creating the website, um, being able to actually code it, but also have uh, see some of the layout and aesthetic parts of it, um, being able to be versatile enough to jump over and, and do some of the e-commerce stuff and uh, some of the mobile stuff. And then, of course, just n normally the uh, more technical people are adapt in social media. So that's not something that um, usually we look for a specific social media technical developer. We usually find web people that have that expertise as well. So I believe this is more geared towards mostly the web producer, web developer, but of course all 
technical expertises, we should be able to pick up on this easily. And the reason I said that is because that's that's what I was in corporate America before I uh, stepped out and started uh, writing and stuff like that. So that's why I chose that. Okay. And talking about social media, kind of tell us about what effects with Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and all of this, uh, Google Plus, how is that really affecting uh, the iChurch method itself? Well, social media is is basically revamped uh, and added a major component to the iChurch method. Social media in itself, uh, just the way that it's exploding, has changed the way we, we utilize the Internet and as well as mobile. And just the fact that everything we do, we want to be social, but a lot of our decision-making skills um, are coming from uh, based on what we see our friends like and what our social networks um, have to say about it. So with that being stated, what the, with the iChurch method, we just want to make sure that um, people are able to engage and connect and understand how to effectively engage and connect, especially with ministries. With ministries, you already have a community, a social community that's built up around your core message, which is the gospel. So, therefore, it, it only um, enhances the ministry when you start reaching out via social media and using social media tools to connect with your audience and grow your audience. The best part about social media that I'm seeing with uh, ministries is it, it makes every ministry an international ministry. As normally, a ministry, a storefront, or a small ministry start off, they think that they can only impact their um, their regional area or their immediate local area, but mm-hmm. utilizing technology and social media especially, they see that they, they have followers that are coming from all over the world, and therefore they become international ministries. And that's, that's just the enhancement, the effect that we see, and that usually is, is sooner than later. That's not something that they have to wait two or three years to become that. Um, as soon as you get one person following you from uh, over the pond, then all of a sudden you become, you know, an international ministry, and you have to respond accordingly. Wow. So in a nutshell, um, before we ask you to read something in the book, uh, tell us kind of in a nutshell about your particular book and how your uh, readers will benefit. Okay. Well, in a nutshell, this this, this book, The iChurch Method, is, We're going to take another break for a second. Uh, we kind of lost the connection. Uh, let's take another station break real quick. We'll be back in a moment with uh, Jason Caston. You listen to The Core Business Show. We'll be back in one moment. You're listening to The Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours, and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquet. Okay, we're back with uh, Jason Caston. Okay, I'm sorry, Jason. Oh yeah, not a problem. Okay, so the main thing I want, uh, the main thing to sum this book up is this five-part strategy 
again, it's not just limited to churches, but I focus on churches because that's the industry that I'm in and thriving in. But it's this five-part strategy of uh, websites, multimedia, e-commerce, social media, and mobile. Um, this five-part strategy will help you take your, your vision and your mission and your business and help enhance it with technology and help you be able to reach as many people as possible. And I just want people to understand that this is not uh, something that where it has a high learning curve because you'll see the concepts in here and the strategies in here are, are, uh, are uh, break them down so they're easy to learn and that the solutions that I provide you, if they're not free, then they're low cost so that I make them cost efficient. But yet these are still solutions that mega ministries and Fortune 500 companies use. It's just that I've been able to work with those uh, organizations and find low cost solutions that um, I've been able to introduce to everybody. Wow. If you don't mind, can I read some uh, read something out of your book that really speaks to you and uh, that you think the readers should uh, be able to relate to out of the book? Oh, okay, definitely, definitely. Let's see, what would be the best part? Um, okay, and let's talk about the two approaches um, that we take in this book. All right, so starting here, we're going to talk about strategy and the tech section. Now, starting with um, my big idea is that the decision maker will read the first part, first section of each part, and much like a cafeteria, select which pieces pieces of the iChurch fit their strategy. Each of these sections is called Let's Talk Strategy. At the end of the Let's Talk Strategy section, I have recapped the strategy choices by listing them all out. This list is called What I Want for My iChurch. My hope is that you, the decision maker, will copy that page and highlight the items you want for your iChurch and then hand it off for implementation to the technical person who happens to be my second audience. For the techie, I have written the second part of each part called Let's Talk Tech. This is written with programming language and code that an average technical person can handle. No doubt there are some decision makers who will have the skills necessary to accomplish some of the technical items. For those folks, they have the good fortune of being able to read and understand the entire book. So before you start reading, classify yourself as a strategy person or a techie person, and then get started in the appropriate section. Wow. If you have a if you're a uh a staff member of your church and you're trying to tell your board that hey we need to walk in the twenty first century, uh, we need to, we can't do things by pen and paper anymore. We have a different audience we need to attract. Our congregation is in the seventies, eighties and nineties and we need to go beyond that. What advice do you have for a staff member or a person at church can kind of tell their church, hey, we need to take a look at the iChurch method. Uh, we need to move into the 21st century. We, we have these conversations in churches all across the country, small and large, even some large ministries the same way. Right, right. What right, advice true. will you give to that person? Yeah, how to tell, talk to that pastor who might not understand um, what that is. I mean, they barely understand the Internet. They just heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that what I would tell them to do is uh, first the same thing I kind of had to do with the uh, with PD Jakes Ministries is uh, originally when we started off with the uh, social media and um, I had to actually go out and do it. I mean I got permission, but I had to go out and start some of the social media um, solutions that we had prior to the ministry getting fully on board. So I would tell uh, if I was talking to somebody and they said you know my ministry is uh, having trouble adapting adopting technology, then I would say give. Find something that you can uh, champion, uh, whether it be a website or 
uh, Facebook fan page or something you can champion to start showing them results. So if you did a, a website for the ministry, then I would say uh, let's try and um, start a champion a website utilizing the iChurch method and the strategies and techniques that I mentioned in there, and then uh, make sure you measure it so that you can show the these successes to the pastors and the decision makers. Personally, I had to start off with the uh, Facebook fan page, and when we started to get thousands and thousands of people um, responding via these social media channels, then the ministry started, started to take notice, and that's how it started to grow. But prior to that, you know, people um, are putting their resources towards what they're used to seeing results from, and uh, they are not necessarily interested in trying new things. So you have to show them that this is an effective way. And then, uh, and once you get bring those results to the decision makers, then they'll be able to have make make much more informed decisions. But I don't fault um, churches for making decisions based on the limited information that they have. We just need to find people like myself and um, uh, champions inside the ministry that are able to help bring new information and fresh information and solid information to the ministry of how technology can change and help them become an international presence as opposed to a limited uh, dying presence of what they used to do in the past. Wow. It's kind of ironic, you know, to talk about this large ministry of the Potter's House and, and the uh, T.D. Ministries, I guess they, they like any organization. They like to go with safe and secure then versus taking something that's unknown and unproven. And they're <laughs> true. True, true. That's how they were, <laughs> um, but not, not now. Now it's much more dynamic and there's new ideas, which is part of my role. What is new coming down the line, and how can I make sure the ministry is there? That's my role now in 2012, but in 2010 I had just gotten there, so I wasn't proven the techniques I was mentioning weren't yet proven, so I had to find something and champion that. But now, if I come in there and say I believe uh, Internet TV is going to be the next greatest thing, which I did present to them, that's where we're going next. And so now I have that that uh, the backing of the ministry to just go out, figure it out, bring it to us, and tell us how it'll work, and and we'll do it. Well, well said. And you teach this class at the Potter's House in Dallas, Texas. Uh, a couple times a year, or I know you had it this this early spring, or the second semester, but also you're teaching it again this fall? Yes, I am teaching it again this fall, and I believe the class starts on Tuesday, September 11th at 7 p.m. We'll start with Level 1, which will be five courses um, and five classes and a final exam and uh, all that good stuff. And we'll walk through the book um, of just the five uh, levels, that five different sections that we talked about, and then I believe uh, after we get done with that first uh, level one, then we'll go right into level two starting in, um, I believe the next session is in November. We'll start with level two where we'll expound about, upon everything that we taught and take it even to a higher level. So basically level one is just to introduce people to the iChurch method, and level two is now let's talk about more effectively utilizing it and helping people establish a much better or greater church and business presence with technology at the Potter's House. We'll teach this, yes. Well, five-week classes and just uh, almost nothing. is It's like, what, $30 or $35 for the whole, the whole class for those five weeks? Yeah, I want to say I believe it's $25 for the class. It's $20 for the book, and uh, I believe those are all the fees that you have to pay. Wow, that's, that's really amazing. Uh, lastly, what do you like to leave us with, and how can we find your book? Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, first I would like to leave you with, um, again, the thing that I continue to say is just understand that technology, um, even no matter how 
hard it appears and even the largest, whatever the largest corporations are using, there are low-cost and efficient ways to utilize that same technology. You just have to research and find it. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, you can reach me on Twitter, at Jason Caston. You can get my book from my website, which is uh, theichurchmethod.com. It's at uh, all your major online retailers, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, um, Apple iBooks, so you can get it anywhere that you want as far as online. And you can reach me um, at theichurchmethod.com as well. Perfect. Well, Jason, thank you for joining the program. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Okay, take care. Again, it's been another uh, production of the Core Business Show. Tim J.K., your host. You can download this episode on iTunes on Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim J.K. For more information about equipment financing and asset-based loans, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. Or call us at 866-611-7457. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. And thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.